This is another Home Time Show podcast. Uh, Richie in his room, um, me in my room, two different houses. Uh, just suffering from it. This is a, a text that we didn't actually end up reading out, actually, but it came in on the show you're about to hear. Uh, people just having little moans about stuff. The chairs. What kind of chair are you sitting on while oh you're doing this show, Richie? Oh, my goodness. Do you know what? Uh, whilst, um, whilst we were just uh, waiting to start recording this podcast here, I was actually sat here thinking i've got to sort out this chair i am sat on let me kind of okay this chair would only normally be used if like there's lots of family over and suddenly we need an extra chair a chair at the table and it's got out of like the the garage and now i'm using it to sit broadcasting a national radio show every day it is like a a fold fold down camping chair i mean it's so fun it's awful my neck hurts it's really bad I know, I yeah. i've chair. got the same thing i've got one of the the chairs you normally have from like round the dining table so it's just not fit for purpose it creaks every time i move which ain't great for the radio so there must be a lot of people who are doing jobs where they need to be heard or or they're on conference calls and and the chair is not up to scratch now the only problem is right if you go online and think right i'm gonna get myself a proper office chair the only ones you can buy are these ones where you look like you think you think you might be like a pro gamer do you know what I mean? With like a real big, like a neck rest on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, I do. What is the I middle ground? Add... What's what's the right type of chair to get with this situation? I will add into things this this fold up camping chair kind of thing. I'm also sat at like a Billy bookcase off of IKEA, so my knees keep getting rammed. <laughs> so there is no good posture to be found here. The pair of us are going to come out of this with like hunches at some point, aren't we? Like emerge the other side of the summer with a hunch and slightly pastier skin. Either way, though, it's 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 good just to be be ticking over, isn't it? Being able to chat to people. It is indeed. I'll take a hunch right now. Take a hunch. Here's the home time show. Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves, and here it is: the home time podcast with Bush and Richie. Final hour of today's No Repeat Guarantee on Absolute Radio. This is Bush and Ritchie with Home Time. Nine to five, Monday to Friday, nothing repeated while you try and work. And the weird thing is, there's a lot of time of hanging around and a lot of time for reflection at the moment. Anyone else feel like they've been like visited by the ghost of Christmas past or something from <laughs> yeah. uh, A Christmas Carol? Because, you know, the little things, I'm starting to miss the little things in that life that we had before the lockdown started. And by that, I mean stuff that I probably would have moaned about and took for granted back in the day like for example i'm one of those grumpy people that hates kind of hates strangers hates being in groups of people i'll go to the cinema in the middle of the day so i don't have to sit near anyone else doesn't now sound I just like you crave, doesn't sound like me does it at all but i just crave a bit of human company like just to even be in in like a, a big old queue at the bar i'd love to be in a big old queue at the bar yeah. now just like do the eyebrows and say to someone else are you uh, are you being served just that kind of a human interaction the little things like that that you miss at big time. Apart from the obvious thing that is pasta, I can't still pick it up for love nor money. Do you know what I'm going to put forward? And it's going to sound strange, particularly if you normally listen to this home time show in a car and uh, uh, you're on your way back from work normally. I'm going to say I miss tailbacks because oh, if, yes. if tailbacks on the roads were still a thing, I'd be able to go and see my old man in his little Wiltshire cottage or me two grown-up yeah. teenagers. I haven't seen them for ages now because they're a long way away. So give me a tail back on a motorway any day right now. Thank you very much. Do you know what? I'd give anything just to be stuck. Just even an intermittent delay on the Essex Arterial Road. That's why I'd, I'd give anything for that again. <laughs> so look, this is how we want to brand this in this first hour of the show. Uh, we'll call it, what will you never take for granted ever again? What little thing from the life previous to how we are now that you, at the time, completely took for granted? 
Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Midweek mayhem on the Stay at Home Time show. This is Absolute Radio on a Wednesday night with Bush and Richie. We hope you're doing okay. We're kind of looking wistfully back at life before the lockdown and asking what little things that you might have taken for granted at the time do you miss now? Uh, and just one other thing to chuck in there. This sounds a bit weird, but but please take this in the, in the way it's meant. You know, sometimes you get a whiff of somebody else's aftershave or perfume and they might they remind you maybe of someone that you dated a while back or uh, <laughs> of someone you, you've worked with. Or you think, oh, that yes. smell reminds me of that person. Now, being two metres apart from everyone, it, it deprives you. I and mean, there's some good smells you want to avoid. Fair enough. But it does deprive you of that kind of sensory thing as well. So uh, we're asking you this question. What will you never take for granted ever again? Get in touch with the show, 8-12-15. I just want to clear up for your sake. Obviously, what you're not saying here is is that the only sense you're smelling is your current partner, Katie. uh, And um, you're you're quite happy with just smelling that scent, aren't you, obviously? Of course. But sometimes it's nice just to go down memory lane. (laughs) Is that okay? (laughs) <laughs> I see what you're saying. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, look, it is it is a time of change right now, and uh, self isolation and change. It's not just affecting our physical health; uh, it's affecting our mental health. There is support out there, and things we can do to help ourselves and each other. Uh, we've got a special show this Sunday night at seven o'clock. Claire Sturgis uh, hosting an edition of Time to Listen on Absolute Radio uh, to give you advice and answer your questions. She's going to be joined by Simon Grunning, who runs the charity calm which stands for the campaign against living miserably Uh, if you've got a question or you want to get involved then tweet us your question or your tips about what you've been doing now Uh, we're at absolute radio on twitter or 8 12 15 to text and listen sunday night at seven Uh, so i never thought i'd actually say this but i'm genuinely starting to miss stuff like being in a queue at a bar and you know, or waiting behind someone else to fill up for petrol, just missing other people. What little things in life will you never take for granted ever again? Jason has a great suggestion to kick us off: paying six pounds for a warm tin of crappy lager at a gig. What I would oh. do for that right now! Oh. Great shout, Jason. Even, even just those plastic pint glasses, which I always moan about. I missed, I just missed the wobbly feel of a plastic <laughs> at a gig pint glass. Uh, Nate says, teachers, or in fact my TV. I think I should be paying it minimum wage at least. And Malk is going down the football route, saying, I'm missing just another crappy Watford home defeat. I will never ever moan again. Well, we put forward our theory yesterday, you never know, Watford could be winning the actual Premier League if they take part in our massive Wembley game that we've got going on. Uh, some other great stuff just in. Salma says, as a teacher, I never thought I'd say this, but I miss the school bell. God bless her. <laughs> Tom Brown says, uh, losing a weekly acker due to a late League Two equaliser, then I soften the blow with the sixth pint of the afternoon. Oh, those halcyon days, Tom. Wow. And Dave says, I really miss quickly getting chocolate from the spa at 8pm. podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Do you know what? I fell a bit down in the dumps after the show yesterday because I felt like the game was up in terms of our um, predictions for who done it, who's the murderer in the ITV uh, drama series Liar. Oh, uh, have you, had you caught re- up now? Well, you had the big re- revelation on the sh- on the show yesterday that you'd yeah. seen the latest episode, which is the Panama yeah. episode, and the person that you'd backed, you you were kind of almost celebrating. You were you were, you were on the border of almost like a a ticker tape open top bus parade through where to celebrate your victory. 
Well, the only reason I was cock-a-hoop is the person that I backed to be the murderer. Doesn't that sound like a grim phrase? Uh, the person that the person that I backed, you lot had all laughed at me for about five episodes of this series. And let's just say, for those who haven't seen it yet, yes. I very much came back into the race on Monday Night Show. I, I see. I would say that you were bordering on self-congratulatory on social media <laughs> in many ways. That. Well, I, I happened to watch the programme last night. I finally watched the penultimate episode to get up to speed last night. And I would say my theory about him setting the whole thing up to frame the teacher, and apologies if you don't know what we're talking about, but hopefully we'll have a winner next week. I think I'm still in it. And I think you're celebrating a bit too early about the lad saying, I'm going to get him. Because he's not going to say, I'm going to get him in episode five, because there's still going to be a surprise in episode six. <laughs> next week, it's all a play for, Richie. <laughs> oh, we'll see. We we shall see. We shall Who, see. I genuinely think, right, we should buy a Columbo. Uh, you know those Columbo jackets, like a Rain <laughs> yes. Mac? And whoever yeah, gets yeah. it right gets to wear the Columbo Rain Mac for a year. <laughs> Brilliant. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. So Richie and I reminiscing this evening on the show about the little things that we probably took for granted before this kind of lockdown happened. But now you're sat at home and you're nowhere near them. And you think, oh, my God, I'll never take them for granted ever again. What thing are you promising yourself tonight you'll never take for granted again? 8.12.15 to text. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. Abby says, I'll never, ever take for granted my lovely work colleagues every day. Didn't realise how much I miss them. Works at a prep school in Chiswick. Uh, James says, oh, no, it's a nice one, that one. It's nice, isn't uh, it? James says, currently self-isolating and I will never again take for granted being verbally abused by passengers. I work in airport security. <laughs> it's, just, it's at least chatting to someone, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Within two metres range. And then Susan, this, uh, this does resonate. She says, hi guys, being stuck at the train gates while two or three trains pass, waiting for the little blink of the lights that indicate the barriers are going up, putting the car in gear in excitement and, oh no, oh. blink back in neutral pick up the knitting again i love it i love it it's, these are the little things that you take for granted at the time bob in bristol says going out for breakfast on a saturday or sunday morning to soak up the previous night's success these days you either cook one yourself or you don't want one as you haven't been anywhere to get in the state where you might need one <laughs> and then this is a lovely lovely text that's come into the show from joe in gloucester she says never ever take for granted being able to cuddle my first grandson only seven weeks old he's going to be so so spoiled by his nan when all is back to normal again. God bless you, oh, Joe. That is tough. Bless her. Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. You are listening to the Hometime Show on a Wednesday night. Songs and that whilst you have your tea incredibly early. Yes, and our tea is downstairs. That's one of the things that's really tough about this, I have to be honest. Uh, when we're when we're back in the studio, we always get distracted by food, but being that food is so close, uh, it's a strange thing. If you could name, think about this, right? We're we're all using our own kitchens and our lounges as if they were restaurants. Dining out right now is not a possibility for us. So if you were to be able to name your own kitchen or lounge as if it were a restaurant, what would it be? My go-to cooking is always Italian. So at the moment, I feel like I am running Riccardo's. Riccardo's, so an Italian-themed restaurant. Yeah, is that right? Is that what it is? Is that what it would be? 
Yeah, 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 pasta, uh, pizza, specialities, you see, and a good steak. Do you know what you need to do, right? Go and get yourself. First of all, don't have steak in an Italian restaurant. Never have steak in an Italian restaurant. Yes, Got to go do. with what they're, they're down for. No, no, you they have like their pasta and pizza and stuff like that. Brilliant. Never bother having a steak in an Italian restaurant. Secondly, you need to get yourself a job lot. I don't know if they do them at like um, B&M. You know, when you only get them in Italian restaurants, really long uh, pepper pot or stock shaker. Yes. Thing. Just really like the size of a pool cue. Yes, that's what I need to complete it. I might go on, uh, go on to Amazon later and order it. What you could do is you could stand in the kitchen and then do the pepper for Natalie, even though she's in the lounge. <laughs> yes. Show her my long grinder. Absolutely. Yes, Richie, that would be good. Uh, my one, right, because I like, I like frying stuff, indiscriminate frying. I'm going to go for, and use my full surname here, because my surname is, is a shortened version of my real surname uh, on this show, Bushenfeld's Bar and Grill. Oh, now, do you know what? I would dine there. I would dine there. That sounds my kind of thing. What's your, what, what what's food your, of the world does it make you think when you, when you look at the sign, you see the name, Bushenfeld's Bar and Grill? What are you thinking there, Richie? I'm thinking, I'm thinking some good South African biltong. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, but damn it, I'll go for it. I'll stick it on the menu. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? I'd take some good American ribs as well. Look, whatever your whatever your kitchen or lounge would be called, if it were a restaurant, because let's face it, that's what we're all running right now at home. Get in touch and tell us. Text eight twelve fifteen or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Uh, Dave is being very honest. He's saying it's being called OMG Chicken again. Quite like that. <laughs> I That's not that, a bad Dave. problem to have. That's not a bad <laughs> problem to have at all. Apologise about it. Uh, Vicky says mine will be called the Forgotten Pizza, which is quite a wistful name. I quite like that. But then she gives a bit more detail. She says I made a cracker the other night. Unfortunately, I made two and forgot about the second one. It was in the oven for an hour as we were oh. playing Scattergrease. <laughs> as you do I put it outside and some animal had a try but whatever it was it didn't have a teeth or beak strong enough to get through the somewhat uh, cremated dough base do you know what in this current environment if you accidentally waste anything it's a nightmare isn't it it really yes, hits home yeah. and again this is probably a good learning experience for all of us I'm still thinking about the woman from last night who was making her own deep pan Oh yeah, <laughs> no, I mean? that was Pat. That was Pat Mustard. Don't bring that Pat up again. Oh, yeah, good old Pat Mustard. <laughs> so look, other stuff coming in. Richard would uh, make a restaurant in his house called Muck Pot Noodle. So uh, <laughs> okay. specifically, only serving pot noodles. And then Greg, I feel like Greg might end up with a bit of a, a lawsuit on his hands. His name's Greg Cheeseman, and he said he would launch a uh, shop called or restaurant called Greg's, but with only one G. <laughs> See what he's done there. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. So, uh, thank you for your brilliant, uh, you know, little messages about what you would call your kitchen or lounge if it was a restaurant. A lot of people are obviously cooking from home at the moment. The reason we're talking about this, we're paving the way for a, a very big home time show experiment on Friday that we would love for you to join us with. What we're going to do is. Between 5 and 6 p.m., hopefully when most of you guys are cooking your tea and you've got Absolute Radio on in the background, we, we want you to cook along with us for the first ever 
hometime show cook-along. I am going to unravel my big 30-metre cable. Uh, we're going to at least play to its advantages and uh, we can we can do the show from the kitchen as well. Bush, you'll be able to as well. So yeah. this show, between five and six, will be broadcast from our kitchens and we'll all cook along together. The big hometime cook-along. So have a think now. This is your early warning on this. Have a think now uh, what you're going to cook because we want people to get in touch with the show. We want us to all be cooking at the same time so think what you've got in the fridge or what you've got in the cupboards or the pantry if you're one of those people that's got a pantry someone's doing well for themselves and get ready friday 5 p.m because we'll all be cooking together on this show absolute radio the hometown podcast with bush and richie it's what happens when you take out all the music travel news regular news and adverts from the show Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Our kitchens that now have names. You can join us in Bushenfeld's Bar and Grill and in Riccardo's Italian Trattoria. Uh, Join us in our kitchens. We're after the names of your kitchens or lounges if they were to be given the name of a restaurant, because let's face it, that's what they turn into these days. What would they be? 8, 12, 15 to text or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Uh, Scott from the Forest of Dean says, and here's another one, mine would be Scott Noodle, still in my first year of ever living alone at the age of 36. Uh, He says, failed marriage, let's not go there. We won't go there. And this one here uh, says they would call their restaurant Quick Nosh. I just want to give you a little word of warning. All right, don't don't ruin this for the group. Don't call Uh, your restaurant that and don't ruin it for the group. Uh, thanks for sending us uh, your picture of your long grinder, Nicola, as oh, we were talking. <laughs> talking how, big is the, how big is the grinder on, on the picture? Is it, a, is it a good long grinder? Length of a child's ruler. Fantastic. Good to know. <laughs> uh, that's what I would have in my Italian restaurant, but uh, that's not the name of her restaurant. She doesn't give one. Adam is going with uh, Snack Shack. He says that's uh, working Ooh. from home, uh, meaning that all I'm doing is constant snacking. And Tim says, seeing as I serge lar- large portions, uh, my restaurant is being called Get Stuffed. <laughs> that's great. I actually like that. Book me in for a table. Oh, I can't. Or at least keep two metres apart. Rose says, our kitchen has become known as the Grub Hub. It is the room where the hubby and I hang out with the music on and the kids pester us for a constant supply of food. I like that name. Just double check your names, though, when you're sending them in. Think business proposition. This one here that's just coming from Glasgow says, hi, guys. Uh, my kitchen has now been named Salmonella's. Uh, because it's Sam and Ella McDonald. Again, you might want to think that one through before launching that as a company. Keep those coming in. On the way next on this show, uh, we're going to be speaking to another one of our celebs at home. It's not just us lot uh, that are, are trapped at home. Celebs are as well. We'll be finding out how Simon, the front man of Biffy Clyro's getting on. He's on the way next. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Well, it's an honour to welcome to the show via the amazing powers of technology, uh, the frontman of Biffy Clyro, Ed Simon. Good to have you on board. Hello there. What a pleasure to be here. How are you guys doing? We're doing all right, man. Tell tell us exactly where you are. What's your situation at the moment? Uh, As most people, I'm sitting in my living room that I've spent probably 80% of my time since lockdown began, but... uh, Still, no, I had a bit of a dip the other day, actually, but I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling positive. The sun is shining up here. So, so yeah, just trying to kind of get on with it, as everyone else is. I mean, getting on with it, are you referring to life there or uh, or, or, or music? I yeah. mean, you are in an industry that is that is so affected, the entertainment industry. No one can be out and entertained at the moment. The live scene is just non-existent. 
Yeah, it, it's strange. I was I was definitely talking about life there. I think I think the one, well, there's no positives out of this, but it, it's a great leveler. It kind of makes it reminds everyone really what to cherish in their life. You know, what I mean, and what you really miss day to day. So obviously, I miss music so much, but but my my cares at the moment are for my fr- family and my friends, as I'm sure you guys are too. And mm. and I just want this society and our, our country to get to kind of come through this as unscathed as possible. And I know that's probably the, the wrong word to use because we are completely scathed at the moment. But, you know, it's, it's just so, it's like an existential kind of feeling. Everyone's, it feels just, it just feels weird. Everyone's still so weird. It's not quite sunk in with me, like what, what the country's going through. But but no, well, I it think is. Mu- it's, sorry, carry on. No, I was just going to say, music is, it's weird because for me, you know, I've grown up with music being this kind of like a, almost like a physical contact and like people sharing it together in the same room. And I think the wonderful thing about just now is people are being so creative and finding ways to kind of con- be in contact with each other in a deep way, but without our usual kind of options that we have. So I think music, it's, it's making musicians and, and creatives kind of come up with cool ideas for ways to connect with people, which I think is quite exciting. As much as I wish we had the choice, you know, but, but you know, yeah. it, it's it's an interesting time because, um, I mean, I really want to, we're doing, it's kind of live sessions every Friday night at 6pm and it's a nice way to reach out to people, but yet you don't feel that you're having a proper communication, but it's just nice to kind of feel that a little element of contact and, and, and community, you know, which I think helps us all at this moment. So Biffy Clyro, uh, as a band, are one of the tightest bands I've ever seen live. You guys are really, really, you know, close-knit in the way that you play. How on earth, and that only comes from practice and practice and practice, how on earth do Biffy Clyro practice and keep match fit during this lockdown? Oh, I, d- I don't know if anyone's staying match fit at the moment, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying not to let my, my belly get too big at the moment. You know, I've had, I, I had so many grand plans. I was going to make an album, like a coronavirus album. I was going to learn French. I was going to complete insanity, the, the fitness thing and all that. And, and it's, it's all kind of my motivation isn't where I wanted it to be, to be honest. But um, no, I mean, I think, you know, it's... Everything's suffering at the moment, you know. I think, I think, certainly, we will be rusty when we come back. But you know what? It's our job. We're so lucky. The job we get to do, some of the jobs that people are having to do at the moment, is just. I can't imagine how people are getting out of their bed in the morning, and going and and helping this this during this crisis. So, see, to be honest, picking up a guitar and playing some music in a little while that'll be easy. We will make sure we are as shiny and pristine as we've always been. You joke about the belly, but that is going to be important because when when you guys are back out there, they are still going to be wanting to come see you live and expecting the shirts off and all that kind of thing. So you can't come, can't come back with a beer barrel. No, exactly, exactly. The <laughs> countdown is on, but it, yeah, it's funny. It, it, even things like that, like it seems so important normally. And then now I'm like, if I can get back on stage at any point, even even if I'm 22 stone, I don't care. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so have you have you been quite good uh, and patient and calm, or have you been slightly climbing the walls? Then Simon, a lot of people have been suffering from kind of boredom and and doing kind of weird stuff because they they've got nothing else to do. What 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 what's the kind of lowest you've got in terms of being bored? I think, to be honest, the first week I, I, I didn't struggle too much. I think because of my lifestyle and the lifestyle of touring, when we're at home, we kind of have a lot of time off when we're at home anyway. But I found myself over the weekend for the first time just really, you know, feeling that real lack of freedom to, to kind of do what you want to do. And I was climbing the walls a little bit. But for me, it's not at all cool, but I, I do a lot of Lego, <laughs> which which takes a lot of time. Wow. So I've, 
I'm firing through my Lego like it's going out of fashion. What kind um, of stuff are you working yeah, on? Yeah. I, well, I do. I, I've, I've completed the uh, Lego architecture series, which was a joy. And now I'm actually working on a Porsche 911, which is a Lego Technic. And uh, yeah, it takes a, some of these things take about 15 hours. If I actually was able to devote the same amount of time to something a little bit more productive, I would. No, no, my other half, my other half, Katie, has just started two days ago on a Lego VW camper van, uh, and there's, we've just got bowls of different bits, absolutely all over the dining room table. I know exactly the camper van you're talked about. I've just done a Fiat 500 from the same series. So oh, <laughs> my nice. wife has terrific taste. <laughs> I, I love, love the fact that you're doing these big builds and uh, you're not actually sort of doing some kind of Lego, just building a Lego fire station or a Lego <laughs> no. train station. Some I've, always, I've, always built an, I've almost built an entire town, actually. <laughs> so, really Simon, can I, can I ask you uh, an insider's uh, a question on Lego? It's something that came up when we were trying to unpack this thing yesterday. You know, all the bits come in little bags in the yes. Lego set. Yeah. Are they in bags for a reason? Because we couldn't work out what what was the reasoning behind having all these different bits in the bags. There, there is a, there's a, the theory is that each bag, you can open like bag one initially and then you open bag two, but sometimes they hide parts you need in like bag four. So sometimes, oh, yeah. unless it's an enormous set you're doing, just get them all out and get them all into their, like, put them all into their own shapes. That's what I do. So, so I do a bit of prep work in advance, which makes me sound so sad. But I get all the shapes <laughs> and the colours all in the right order, and then I fly through it. So that's that's my tip for the top. <laughs> Love it. Uh, now, this is the stay-at-home time show. So obviously people are thinking about what they're eating for dinner tonight. Has this time at home, this enforced time at home, has that brought out any culinary skills that you didn't know that you had? <laughs> oh, sadly not. Sadly not. I have, I have zero culinary skills to start with. But my, my wife's a wonderful cook and she enjoys it. So she, she's, I'm fortunate that she's been happy. to keep, That's been kind of keeping her busy, spending a lot of time in the kitchen and kind of creating different things. We had a wonderful chicken and stuffing pie last night and it was delicious Ooh, but no it, to be honest all i could come up with would be like what's it's in, in between two slices of white bread <laughs> <laughs> sounds lush though to be honest yes, it it amazing. have you been kind of finding the chance to do anything to find any new skills at home or anything um, I've got a menu. Uh, there's uh, there's there's like a meal plan for the next seven days because I'm, oh, I'm just I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm just at the moment I'm obsessed with because it's so difficult to get stuff. I'm obsessed yeah. with not wasting stuff. So I'm like I'm kind of like working backwards with best before dates on everything and, and working out on what day we must eat things. Uh, he's oh, known as so the, ha- the Hertfordshire, the, uh, the the Hertfordshire Ray Mears, which he is at the moment. So the <laughs> I don't doubt it, as long as there's a ten involved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, I've bought um, a penny floater football. You, you know those little really light yeah. footballs you get from from a garage. I've been playing with that in the back garden with our youngest daughter, and I've invented a little game trying to trying to chip it into an open wheelie bin. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't managed to do it yet, but it's amazing fun. It does pass the oh, time, uh, so give it a go. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. I hope your kids are doing okay as well. It must be tough to kind of explain to them quite what's happening at the moment, is it? Or are they, are they fairly... Well, particularly when you're drunk. That's the other half of it as well. <laughs> yeah, well Mummy, why is Dad drunk again? <laughs> <laughs> why is Daddy sleeping in the lounge? <laughs> so you talked about the Friday sessions. So where can uh, where can fans see those, Simon? Well, we're doing them on... I did one on Friday there, just a wee introduction. It was on Facebook Live. So I think we're going to do Facebook Live this weekend and then we'll, we'll jump them across our different social medias over the next few weeks. But we're going to try and do like 
we'll get one like Ben will do a drum workshop kind of thing. James is going to try and do a wee bass thing. Um, can you all so, play so at the same time whilst whilst yeah. you're in different places? Can you do? Unfortunately, that? no. I mean, we could, but unfortunately, the uploading of the of the Facebook Live means that I cannot. I don't have enough uh, tablets and things to get the boys on screen to show while oh. I'm filming it. So, it, 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 like, in theory, yes, but I haven't been able to do it yet. I'll figure out a way to do it at some point because, it, you know, it would be nice to have the boys. But, no, at the moment, it's a very solitary experience. Um, but um, but it's, it's really worth it. It, it. Actually, it brought me so much joy doing it last week. You know, I, I just, you know, I think we all feel like we want to feel a sense of purpose at the moment and feel that, we're, you know, that time isn't just ticking by for no reason. And, and it, I certainly felt a sense of purpose the other night. So I, I can't thank our fans and things enough for, for listening in and kind of, Make me feel a sense of joy. I know there's obviously this, this sense of, um, of of missing being out in front of the fans and all this kind of thing. And and you guys have obviously had to move back uh, the album release of a celebration of endings to to yeah. August. But that was going to be your eighth album and still will be. But there's there's all this music that you have put out with the fans already. And I know you you, you talk about like taking this solace of of, of having a purpose, but they're enjoying the stuff that you have done so much right now. Like, you know, that radio's this companion, the music that we're able to play of you guys and the stuff that they can stream and they own already. You, you, you have done your work that they are enjoying already. Oh, it's, that's so sweet to hear. And, you know, thank you guys for playing so much good music, especially the Biff. Really appreciate it. But it's, it, it means a lot to me when our music you know, when it, when it can help people through a day, you know, a day at all, or just give them a little bit of joy. And because and, music's definitely doing that for me just now. And, and, and if our music does that for someone else, it's just, it means the world to me. But yeah, it's just so strange. It's funny, those, the things that are becoming really important to us, you know, we're, we're all kind of chunking down into finding these things that really bring us joy. And that that's the one thing that I think will be a positive coming out the other side is hopefully we'll value things, the important things, you know, and cherish them in ways that maybe we've, we've neglected before. And not, not specifically music, yeah. but just even things like friends you take for granted and, and, and family members you maybe take for granted. And I think I'm kind of hoping there'll be a wee consciousness reset for everyone, but, but I'm just glad the music helps in any way. Superb. Well, listen, uh, Simon, we don't want to uh, keep you away from what will undoubtedly be a what's-it sandwich for you for tea this evening. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't uh, have much. If we could talk for an hour. I don't have much going on. <laughs> oh, bless you. Well, listen, it's brilliant to speak to you, man. You're a lovely fella. Stay safe. Love to your family. And thank you for being our celeb at home this evening on Absolute Radio. Cheers, Simon. You too, gents. You look after your families and everything. Stay safe, all right? Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Thank you again to the awesome Simon Neal, the frontman of Biffy Clyro, chatting to us from his lounge. And how weird is that? That he, to pass the time, has been making like a Porsche out of Lego. And as I mentioned during the call, my other half, Katie, sat downstairs whilst this show's going on. She's making a Lego VW camper van. Maybe Lego is the thing to take your mind off the lockdown. Who knows? 
It's a great idea. I have to be honest, in the last five minutes, my mind has wandered. It's, it's, it's hard working from home, isn't it? It's, it's plenty of distractions. But when we were talking to Simon, and once we just finished there, uh, during the last song and uh, and the messages from our supporters, um, yes. I start, I've gone down a bit of an internet wormhole and I'm on the Airfix website. Um, that, that was, I used to, I loved my Lego as a kid and I'd still get great enjoyment out of it right now. But do you know what? I think I'd love to try and have a crack at an Airfix. I haven't tried to do that for a long time. And I've just found 140 yeah. quid, 140 quid, which I think is quite reasonably priced for what this is. Yeah. Uh, an Airfix Eurostar train set. Wow. So you go for like a train. You make it, the, the last thing I made uh, on Airfix was, was back when I was a kid. And I made a Lancaster bomber. Oh, wow. And what I remember, because it's quite brutal, isn't it? What I did is I stuck yeah. the window, I glued the window down before I put the pilots in, which is a bit of a nightmare. See, I'm wondering whether, because, yeah, much like yourself, it's it's been a good 30 years at least and uh, since I last attacked an airfix, but I'm wondering whether your trains would be less fiddly than your planes, because it's just basically just a, a rectangle with wheels. What can go I wrong? They, they put lots of little bits on there that you've got to get stuck right in the right place and everything as well. If you've got a little a project on the go at the moment, maybe it's an Airfix model or maybe like Simon from Biffy Clyro, you're doing a bit of Lego, send us a little photo. Let's see how you're progressing. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. I was just thinking more about um, the gaming chair option. And yes. It don't look great, but they're comfortable. They are comfortable. They've got like, you know, for gamers, they've got like a, I think they've got like a hole in the left hand bit so you can hold your, your, your 50 ounce Coke there whilst you're yeah. gaming. Maybe it's got speakers in the headpiece. It's yeah. a bit much, but uh, I tell you what, I feel much better. Yeah. It, w- would you mind if you knew that 35 miles away your co-host was sat in a gaming chair? I'd kind of quite enjoy it, to be honest with you. I'd quite <laughs> like that. I might place an order. I'll stick Watch that in my basket space. alongside my Airfix Eurostar. You have to get that, by the way. You have to, you have to make that order. I think that'd be a fantastic... You can tell me you've done a bit of modelling. Hey, do you know what? Because it's like to do with the show, I don't know whether our... Well, I hope our producer's listening right now. Maybe he wants to unmute his microphone. I would have thought an Airfix Eurostar, that's that's like warrants of the, the, the show budget, surely? At 100%, but you spent far too much on a 30-metre Ethernet cable when you could have got 10-metre Ethernet cable for half the price. So you ever got, yeah, yeah, we've not got a good track record with this, Richie, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, I could probably <laughs> order an actual train. So what you just mentioned uh, on the show that we've just heard was a Eurostar train for like 140 quid. That's clearly top end. Is there anything on the yeah. more budget side? Like, What could you build for 40 quid? Okay, let me have a look here. Starter sets and gifts. That might be a okay, good, good. to have a look at. All right. Um, £14. Uh, a, a Beetle. Volkswagen Beetle. That's not 29 bad. 29 quid. The Titanic. <laughs> Um, could you have you got your own car? Oh my god, how good would that be for you to build a mini version of your own car? Oh, there's a mini Cooper S. I've got the Clubman, so it's not quite that, but uh, 20 quid for that. Well, these are all possibilities, these are all possibilities. Red arrows, 10 pounds. There you go, it's getting cheaper by the minute. Why are you trying? You have no faith in me doing the Eurostar. I see what's happening here suddenly. You're talking me down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy that bloody Eurostar, you know, 140 quid. Get three. <laughs> Here's Huge Davis. 
You've reached the end of the Home Time Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person. We'll wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.